You're listening to the Just Plain Filthy podcast. We Ah. use crude language like that. Uh, So if you're under the age of 18, why the fuck are you listening to this? So no head? Welcome to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. My name is Casey Campbell. TJ. I'm TJ Vegas, <laughs> and with us today is our fucking dude, the man, the myth, the legend, Ed Valley. Hell yeah, dude. Oh my god. Oh my god. You guys, you guys are gassing me up, and people are gonna disappointed. It's fine. It's fine. I love being gassed up, but just know... I'm not as cool as you guys just make me sound. Uh, we gas up homies on this podcast. We do not apologize. <laughs> we run the show well, and we're still not as cool as we make ourselves out to be. Yeah. We actually kind of suck. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bunch of Um. So tonight. It's going to be a rare opportunity for everybody because I know we have a lot of people who don't fuck with wrestling and are strictly here for music. Well, now is the time for you guys because today we ain't talking no wrestling. It's strictly music. Hell and yeah. we have a, quite a bill for you guys. Uh, we're talking underrated bands. We're going to talk about like bigger bands, local bands, anywhere in between. And at the end of the show, we're doing a lightning round of underrated overrated i have a list of like 15 bands and we're gonna go through them all and we're probably gonna create some enemies i don't really know i don't know uh when weezer ended up on that worst bands tournament i, I was pretty pissed off <laughs> <laughs> okay all so right. i'm gonna pull up the questions right now we'll just start off with that first um and I know how one of the uh, questions is. You you can you can have time to introduce yourself further and run down like what your band is and all that stuff. It all works out in the end. Okay, so uh, that sounds great, man. I'll I'll go I'll go with yours now. first. Okay. Uh, we can, I'll just go with your question now first. Um, uh, our buddy Taylor Chadwick asked Ed. What would be your dream show for Burden? He says, if I saw them with Gate Creeper in Harm's Way, I think that would be a sick show. I think he's on a delay. Okay, so um, my dream show for Burden. Uh, so we've already played with Harm's Way. We played with Harm's Way and Jesus Peace with the That was That was that awesome. That sounds sick. If I had to, if I had to pick a dream show for my band, <clears throat> I would say, Burden, our friends in Bad Mood. Um, this is tough. You know what? I want to play with Rotting Out from California. Oh fuck yeah! Like, Burden. A lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, us and running, that would be sick. Um, 
I guess I could throw like a, you know who else? And like simply for like the hardness of it, Nami, also from California. Yes. That because they, I think they are like one of the most fun and energetic things to see live. Honestly, that's not. A, um, that's and not we have to do with that move because we we do. Oh everything. yeah. Burden, bad move, and rotting and out. You know, because you love Max. Would throw on, you know who else I would throw on that just to like mix it up a little bit? Ooh. Yeah. And uh, just to mix it up, I th think I would throw... Uh, I got a list of bands that I think are uh, on this list. I think I would put Ritual Blade on it from the South Shore. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah, actually. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I see you. I see you now. Oh, oh. Hell yeah. Still don't see you guys, but hey. Uh, <laughs> no, so that's my that's my, dream, that's my dream show. Ritual Blade, Bad Move, Burden, Tsunami, Rotting Out. That's it. That pit would go fucking oh, yeah. hard. I'm excited um, for that. This one is also from Taylor Chadwick. Uh, it's for Casey. I think oh, we've already kind of discussed it on the podcast, but this one's being directly to you. He yeah. says, uh, Casey, what inspired Sweatshirt? Um, well, the song itself uh, was inspired. I was in a really, really bad abusive relationship uh, between the ages of 17 and like 24. And so I Thanks. took a long time to myself and uh, that song is about that relationship, how it affected me and how it's affected my being in relationships with others. And you have to move past all that shit that was done to you and unlearn a bunch of terrible toxic behaviors. It's basically about learning and growing and like everybody's got their sweatshirt, dude. Like. Alright, okay. Um, because I asked you two a question, I'll just do one for myself now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go for it. I always feel weird, but I'm like, fuck it. Let's just make sure everybody's covered. Um, Taylor also asked, what will we expect from the next systems release? Um, those who don't know, I rap under the name Kill Murray, and my first EP was the systems EP. And I have an album coming out in about a week or two now called Systems 2. Um, what you can expect with that is a lot of the same content and subject matter. I'm going a lot more angry and a lot more like hard with my delivery than I was in the first one. I got topics as religion, as uh, mental health. I have uh, politics, of course. And then I have some shit that I talk about that only local people will know, like uh, Militia's Guarding Mattress Firm in Manchester. Defend Mattress so. Firm, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you can expect. Some inside jokes and just a lot harder delivery. Um, for Ed once more, Simon Spores, our homie from overseas, he says... Your EP, Year of the Wolf, has that distinct DIY feel that makes hardcore really stand out. What are your thoughts, and how important do you think keeping the DIY hardcore sound is in an age where DIY 
has become so easily accessible. I love this question. I love uh, Thank you, Simon, for that. Uh, when we recorded Year of the Wolf, uh, we had the option to like really polish it and like make it uh, metalcore. I guess mm -hmm. make it like super metalcore, like really polish uh, MIDI drums all that good stuff and we did not want to do that. We sat and we recorded that with Brendan Benson and Black House. And uh Benson. And we team like between like us and Burden Burden and Benson sat down and we were like like uh wanted to feel inauthentic um because like that's not who we are as people like uh so we just stripped it down there's almost zero uh editing and there's almost like zero uh plugins on the album actually i don't think there are any plugins on the album um Damn. it's just us everything was through live instruments live live drums live instruments and uh me screaming a couple times in a microphone i like how we recorded my mic uh because i had a microphone in my hand and then there was one across the room because i have a, i have a big voice um so we we did that that and that was about as fancy as we thought we put two microphones and for me uh the way we eat important because i, I that any band ever and you can call me on this side uh I don't think any band ever something in the studio that they cannot do on stage. Like I don't want to be go. I don't want to walk into the studio and then like be like, yeah, we're gonna add like like soft drops here and do this and this and this and then like make stage perform with the spectacle because that's not all we got. Our 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 tour was that it was dirty. It was in your face. I was able to use it as a fix outlet for all the bullshit that I put in the world, like outside of like a basement or outside of the Knights of Columbus Hall, uh, or outside of a punk rock club. So like, if you're asking me, like, do I think the hardcore should stay like true to itself and authentic? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's actually a really good answer. I really, really enjoyed that answer. Damn it. We lost you for a second there. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah. I don't... Oh. I don't think that hardcore should be... Oh, I can see all of them now. Holy shit. Okay, word. Thank you, internet. We had, uh, we had a little bit oh, of a... So, anyway, that's a... Yeah. Technical difficulty. A little bit. <laughs> However, I don't think hardcore... Be authentic. If you're going to be in a hardcore band, do it for the right reasons. Because if you're joining a hardcore band for like clout or like you think some girl's going to like you, she's not. Uh, I promise you that. You're going to be like, don't join a hardcore band if you want clout or like if you want a girl to like you, she's not going to like you. You're going to be poor and tired all the time. And you're still gonna have to work a nine to five job. So like, if you're gonna do it, like, do it because you love it. 
and uh, and not for any other reason. I, I don't uh, I don't expect you if you're doing it for any other reason other than that. One hundred percent. That's like a really solid. Uh, get into yeah. I mean that that can go for all things really. It's just like do something because you love it, not because of what other people are gonna fucking think of you. Exactly. I'm super behind you. I'm super behind you on the whole. Don't do anything in the studio that you can't do live on stage. Exactly. Because I fucking hate, like, especially I'm since I'm a hip-hop artist, people are like, oh, and do all this effects and stuff for my chorus and stuff, but then they have to have backtracks for their chorus because they, they, can't, they can't do it on a wind. I'm like, yeah. fuck you. Do your damn chorus, dude. Exactly, dude. Like, I write a lot of music. Like, I write, like, obviously, I'm in Burden. Home is, like, I, I pitched my tent there. I'm, like, I'm, like, 100% committed to that. It's my art. It's my love. But I also do other stuff, right? Like, I write, like, weird rock type stuff, like the Menzingers style type stuff. And I write, like, I've been dabbling hip-hop over this quarantine because, like, why the fuck not? Exactly. I'm trying to get on the gathering of the jugglers. So, <laughs> if there's any jugglers listening, <laughs> no, I mean, but like, I don't do anything, anything that I write that I would not be able to like walk onto a stage and perform. No problem. I think that's a good way to do it. Um, obviously, like, there are certain, like, certain artists don't do that, and that's totally fine. But like, certain, most. Certain. Artists have way more money than we do. Yeah, exact one hundred percent. Like, and that's exactly yeah. what it is. But uh, yeah, I got two more questions. I think they're good ones. Hell yeah. Okay, so this one's for everybody. So, um, what dream collaboration would y'all like? As in a collaboration of one to two songs. So, like, if you were to do vocals or guests on another band something or have somebody guest on your stuff, who would you like to have and in what kind of capacity would you like to have it? Uh, well, both of the homies on this podcast, definitely, for me. Uh, Aww. Uh, either, either way. Um, but, yeah, outside of this podcast, I would definitely like to work with um i definitely want to work with dave from pathogenic because he and i like we talk all the time but we're not like we've never worked on a project together and i think that would be really really cool okay okay uh, for me mine's a little unreachable i think in most capacities but I would love to do any song that DJ Premier can make the beat to. That's it. That would be dope as fuck. <laughs> He's like my favorite uh, producer next to uh, Ant from Atmosphere. But I like that old school sound way more than I like the Atmosphere sound. So oh, that's yeah. my answer. I, I, dude, I think about this um, and my answer, my first answer will always be, I want to be on a Kayanashi song. Yes. <laughs> and down, That'd be sweet. That's doable. Hands down, I want to be 
in Canada for like half a song. I just I would I could you could shoot me dead after I finish my part. I'd be like, let me finish my part first, and then you can kill me. But like I, every fiber of my being, want to collaborate with Peter Rono and the guys in Canada because I think they are by far the gold standard for like what's happening in music. Right oh yeah, they're. Um, but, and as far as like, they're incredible. But as far as like a like a split, we actually are working a band right now. They're an old band. It's a mixed genre split. I know some people are like, oh no, mixed genre splits. Well, oh shit, we're doing it. Uh, we've been talking to the band called Night Wars. Oh fuck. From uh from the Merrimack Rapid. And uh and I know them. Yeah, we're rolling we're rolling the ball on that because I I love that. That band, I love them. I grew up with them, and like they're incredible. So I'm, uh, we're, we're going, we're going forward with that. So like, expect a, expect a split record in probably early 2021. Fuck yeah! Okay, like cool. I expect, like that's awesome. And okay, this is the last one, and I feel this is a great question to ask for this podcast, especially with you two on it. So, uh, if it's a tie, feel free to say two different things, but. If you could own a prop from any movie, what would it be? Jason's mask from Friday the 13th. Oh, that was quick. Friday the 13th. 100% the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. I am a fucking slut for Marvel movies. Love everything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I think the Infinity Gauntlet story, I'm a comic nerd. You guys know that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I loved everything that the MCU did from 2008 to like current, and uh, and I think the Infinity Gauntlet story was like, you can't skip on doing the chef kiss with my hand. Oh yeah. And yeah. I, I would, I would love to own that, or, or, or his hammer because Thor is the man. Dude, Thor is fucking awesome. I love, I love the MCU. And I love, com- like, I'm literally looking at my long box right now going, damn, I want to read comics with Ed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have been collecting the new Thor run, and it is just incredible. Like, Donnie Cates is an amazing <laughs> writer, and <laughs> what he's been able to do with, like, Venom and Thor and, like, Guardians of the Galaxy yes. and Silver Surfer, it's just, it blows my mind, and I cannot wait for his crossover with that. I'm Dude, sorry, I'm... I sidetracked. Let's go. No, no, um, My My choice, um, for those who know me, they know that my favorite movie of all time is Never Ending Story. Oh and my God. I want, I want to get um, the giant Sphinx statue. Yes. One of them. And just because it's total baller shit, if I can just put it out in the front of my house, and people are just like, who the hell is this dude with like this 30-foot stone Sphinx in front of his apartment? That would I thought be... you were going to say the horse, and I was really sad. I know. Oh. I, I don't like bringing that up, because I always get too sad. But yeah. also, if the prop worked, imagine how badass it would be if people tried to come over and they just get zapped into dust because they're not worthy. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> that would be dope as fuck. Oh, okay, so that, awesome. that was the questions aspect of this. Um, do you guys want to start with the bigger bands or whatever bands we have 
um, for the underrated thing. Uh, I can give a couple reasons, if not, whatever. Yeah, uh, I'm down to do whatever you guys are. Like I said, yeah, we can do we can do uh, underrated bands right now. I've got a I've got a couple um, just floating around. Uh, okay, Casey, do you want to go with the first one since you have some floating around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my first are going to be local guys and friends of the podcast, Deranged Youth. It has yeah. their what they are doing is so much different than literally everything else in the scene at the moment. Um, it's just a weird symphonic mesh of a bunch of different styles, and it feels really authentic when they do it. And I don't know how they can do what they do, and it sounds correct. <laughs> They're madmen. Fucking insane. <laughs> um, I'm like complete opposite of the end of the spectrum right now. Uh, what was that, Ed? Oh, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I said mine's going to be completely opposite end of the spectrum because it's like a huge band that I don't think gets enough respect. Mm -hmm. And this is nowhere shocking to anybody who knows me. My first one is him oh wow yeah that... um i feel like they got the shit okay. into the stick after killing it for a while but then once bam majira and all that shit started he kind of has like co-opted the logo for himself and now everybody just thinks that him is the bam majira band and no one even talks about them anymore i mean hell dark light got a gold record in the united states it was one of the few people to ever have that happen from finland and no one, no one cares. And the band fucking slaps. I love them so much. And I thought, I wish just more people would talk about them. They're they're really good. They're they yeah. are. You no, know, I. So they're one of those bands that when they were like active, I would listen to them, and uh, I'd be like, Yo, this shit is fucking tight. But as soon as they stopped really doing much, I I I moved on. You know, and I, I'm so glad that you said that because like. Now I kind of want to go bump that. Nah. Exactly. Yeah. I think there's at least three times a week that I'll listen to Razorblade Romance or Love Metal in its entirety, and I'll just be like, it's a him kind of day. And Razorblade Romance is fucking top-notch music. Mm, Me, yeah. I, I appreciate the shit out of that album. Um, Damn, I haven't thought of that band in forever. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I'm going to do that. And it's October, and they, they kind of have like a spooky The vibe. spooky sound. I'm with it. I feel like uh, all three of my choices are going to end up with one of y'all saying that, that same kind of sentiment. Shit. I'm with it, and you know what? I'm going to say it. I'll say it now. Okay, bye. Let's all listen to him this October. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm about it. Like, AFI is, like, the musical pumpkin spice for sad heart. <laughs> let's not, let me, let's not, like, make a mistake. I am a sad heart. Uh, however, AFI, Hell yeah. Uh, Ed, you want to go with, your, with one off your uh, Okay. So I went with local as well. Fuck yeah. Um, and I don't think that this band has ever gotten enough credit 
um, for what they do. Um, I'm going to say like Call of Arabia. Oh, Call of Arabia? Let's, let's, let's fuck. Oh, fuck yes. Let's review Call of Arabia's history here. Okay? Colin is a madman. Been around since since forever. He not only is Colin himself look like you say Austin Hart, well, the first person that should always pop into your mind is Colin of Arabia. Uh, but his band has been integral in like keeping like the Boston hardcore sound what it has been like yes super interface like touch of like 80s hardcore like ssd and jerry's kids and, like things like that yes angry 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 as shit like justifiably good reasons like save for the judge is a hundred percent my favorite song still my favorite song it was the fucking first time i heard it and uh <laughs> And I just don't think he gets enough credit. Like, yeah, he played, like, what? Um, America's Hardcore? Fucking forever, forever ago when Boston used to host America's Hardcore. Um, but, like, I don't think... And, like, I don't know if it's, like, I design, like, if it's his plan or, like, what they want to do or if they just don't care. And if that's it, that's awesome, that's fine, good for them. But, like, I don't think that that band has gotten enough credit Um like nationwide, worldwide, uh, that they deserve. Like they're they're easily one of the best bands I have ever heard. They're so true to who they are. They're so authentic. They're so fucking punk. It's disgusting. Like I fucking love that goddamn band. Goddamn, I'm gonna I'm um, about to about to say the same thing that you said about him. I need to listen to Colin of Arabia again. <laughs> on the regular, on the regular, I think of the song Arabadirji, motherfucker. Yes. Perfect song. Perfect fucking yeah. song. I won't bury the hatchet. I'll bury a body. Yeah. Yes. How do you not? How do you not like listen to that band? If you listen to that band, and you're there's not fucking piss off at like the government, the police, your local government. Like, if you're not pissed off, you don't want to throw a brick through a fucking window by the time you're done listening to that band. There's something seriously fucking wrong with you. Like, exactly. Please, everybody, Casey, go listen to COA. Yes. Casey, your turn. All right. I am going to say that my next underrated band and uh, is another friend of the podcast, actually, in another local <laughs> uh, inconvenience store, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. Everybody in that band are super hardworking guys. Um, they, they do what they do. They also have one of those sounds that I think is you don't see a lot of nowadays. Um it really, it kind of reminds me of early ceremony, to be honest. And I, I've told Jonah this, and I've said, you remind me of ceremony. And he's like, damn, that's fucking neat. And that they're just some really, really good dudes. And, like, they need a little bit more recognition because I feel like they don't get it. Um... Okay, see, I'm going to say this. I am right there with you. I talk to Jonah uh, from the Green Store regularly. Uh, if you guys don't know, 
Inconvenience Store, Jonah is the vocalist of that band. He's also like the primary songwriter for that band. Yeah. And he's just overwhelmingly smart and like very uh, goal driven and he's just nicest kid. We've gotten to play with them a few times. Nah. And I, I have fun every time I see them. There's so much fun. And you never know what you're going to expect because no two songs of theirs sound the same. Exactly. Like, exactly. They incorporate everything into their songwriting. And, uh, and I just appreciate it so goddamn much. I love those guys, that band. I love Jonah personally. Like, he is a good friend. And, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm actually waiting on some books in the mail for him. I said he was going to send them like a week ago. I'm not holding that against him, but you know, I said he was going to send them a week. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm going to agree with you there, man. We're doing that. So far, I think this list of underrated bands is killing it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Okay, my turn. Uh, my second band on the list, one of my favorites. I know a lot of you fuck with them that I know that are listening. Um, the Aquabats. Ooh, yeah. Shit. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're um, getting really real now. Okay. Yeah, I I just think like as an overall band themselves, they're top notch. They're really good at the genre that they do. But then the fact that they add family friendliness to it have that like certain innocence about them while not being like strictly childish they like check all the boxes like you can dance to them you can bop to them yes. you can i mean fuck if you want to fuck around and circle pit to them that's not too hard to do and um all their live shows are just outstanding they're a spectacle to behold the entertainment value is through the roof but yet people that aren't in my immediate friend circle i don't hear anybody talking about that's that's strange and needs to be corrected. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it. Um, <laughs> I hate Scott a lot. Like, that's all good. Can't get to it. Uh, but that being said, uh, uh, they're really good at what they do. I just don't like what they do. Um, that makes sense. So, like, I can't, and that's and to say that, like, I'm not like, oh man, I hate the Uncle but I love insert other ska band. I can't even think of a ska band because I don't like ska. Real Big Fish, I guess, maybe. Wow. <laughs> does, does Folly count? Oh, no, Folly does not count. Folly, <laughs> I, can, I can't count Folly because reasons. They, they were a hardcore band before they did that. You know that? Yeah. So, no. That, I just think Folly made an error in judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ed, who do you got now? Oh, man. So I'm, I'm going to save my list because, like, I want to talk about these bands. Uh, okay. But they're all local. And if we're going to go with, like, bigger bands in the grand scheme of bands. Because um... I, got, I got one more bigger band, and then I have two locals that I want to talk about later on. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use one of, I'm going to use one of these slots for one of these bigger bands. I'm going to say... Okay. Let me think. I didn't have bigger bands written down. I was just I was just focusing on ruler bands. You know who I think is underrated? You know, I, I and this is gonna piss a lot of people off because they are, are a big band. Um the front bottoms. I think the front bottoms are an underrated band. Yeah, I can agree with that. I've never listened to them. See? See? One hundred percent. There you go. 
I love the front bottom sleep. I think that they're not as scotty. They use horns occasionally. Um, they also use like fucking acoustic guitar. They use everything. Yes. And, uh, get back together because I miss them. <laughs> Fucking get Brian Taylor Francis Luckins on the line and tell that motherfucker suck it up whatever beef they have aside and get that band back together. I need a reason to cry at night again. 100% agreed. Is it AC's turn now? Yeah, I think it's my turn. My bad. Right. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go bigger uh, with this one. And TJ, you're going to fucking hate me for this. But uh, uh. Frank Iero and the Future Violence. <laughs> I, knew, I fucking knew it. Underrated. It's a side project, but it's underrated. A side project of one of the biggest like rock bands of the early 21st century. But a side project nonetheless. Their new album, Barriers, fucking slaps and nobody fucking talks about it except me i don't know who i don't know who they are uh frank airo was the guitarist for my chemical romance oh i know he is i just don't know who this band is yeah they're really good really 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 fucking good spooky. big spooky energy big sad energy like Oh, well then fucking let's bump them to number two on the bands we should listen to in October. Yes. Or seven other bands that can fill up the Exactly. We out here. We out here doing the things. I'm kidding, Dave. Oh. I love you so much. It's okay. <laughs> um, and my last one for big bands, um, Another one, like, if you know me personally, this is no surprise. I know that Ed doesn't know my musical taste as well as Casey does. So he might be a little thrown off by this. But my third choice is Fleet Foxes. Oh. Love that band. Yes. I feel like uh, overall they just capture, they capture, like, walking around in the mountains. Like, that aesthetic. Like, every, I just feel like, like, walking through the mountains of snowy tundra or something and you capture the essence of fleet foxes 
They they recently dropped a surprise album with no hype, no nothing, and it's one of the best things I've heard in recent memory. Like this band can do no wrong. All their stuff sounds majestic as hell. And I'm surprised that like none of my friends regularly talk about them or even know who they are. So I definitely had to throw them on the list. That makes sense. My story with us. Oh, no, go ahead, Casey. Oh, I was just going to say, that makes so much sense. <laughs> My story with Glee Foxes. I was, uh, I was young. I, uh, I dated this girl. She went to Emerson College, School for Writing Literature and Publishing. She was, like, the typical Emerson College student, right? Right. Like, always talked about her thesis. I met her in her senior year. I was like, Damn, me and this girl got nothing in common. She pretty. I went to her Starbucks every day until she dated me. <laughs> and, um, you know, in retrospect, that sounds super fucking creepy. <laughs> but we dated. We dated for, like, a long time. And, uh, and early on in our relationship, she did an internship at this, like, co-op in North Carolina. And I was on tour. We talked every day when I was on tour and she was in North Carolina. And she would be like, send me music to listen to that you like. Because we were still new at dating. Mm -hmm. So I would send her, you know, like at the time I was listening to a lot of Hope Conspiracy, American Nightmare, Converge. She hated it. Hated it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't get it. Why do you hate these amazing bands? And then she, sent, she would send me bands. And Fleet Fox was one of those bands. And I fell in love I just love like that like weird like Appalachian kind of thing that it has at times and you're right it sounds like like a band that you would listen to like walking through like the Blue Ridge Mountains in West Virginia like uh, the way to like tender fucking whiskey man um, and that like opened the door for me to listen to other bands like uh, like Ryan O'Kylie like uh like Ryan Adams Ryan Adams talking about like uh like Joanne Newsome and yes. like it like so like that's one of the and like whenever somebody says that I damn I love that band because like they were like my like to expanding beyond like hardcore, you know, like hardcore and punk. Like I, I found like this new genre and that that I loved and like I would listen to it and like like I would try to sing I can't sing and that... uh, yeah. I appreciate it so much so yeah dude that's a great talk yeah that that's how that's kind of how I feel about like the moldy peaches and Kimya Dawson and like shit like that holy shit yes yeah hell yeah dude <laughs> Juno soundtrack for the win whoa. Just described the whole Juno soundtrack. Yeah, I uh, did. I know. <laughs> but, like, but, so, um, you guys want to just skip to the first musical break? We come back with locals and we can hit him up with the lightning round? Yeah, I'm down with That's that. Good. Okay, so, uh, first musical break tonight is Our Boys with Wretched Tongues. And this is a new song they just put out a music video for. It is called Severance. Check it out. <laughs> 
shit, that was Wretched Tongues with Severance. They just put out that music video. It's on YouTube. You can find it on the Slam Worldwide channel. A lot of heavy-ass fuck stuff on that channel, so you know it's about to go down. But uh, time for part two, I guess, of the underrated. Uh, everybody else besides me had a bunch of local bands. Now we had two. So I guess this is the local portion of the of the park. Oh <laughs> yeah. Who do I have? Who wants to go first? Uh, do I have local bands for you guys? Yes. Hit us with okay, that local shit. First. All right, my first underrated local band. Um, they took a long hiatus. They were a band years ago. Took a long hiatus. I don't know what they did in the meantime. Um, but I'm gonna say Risk uh, from the Merrimack Valley, and they are, you know, if 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 COA is the gold standard to me of like what a Boston hardcore band should sound like or a Massachusetts hardcore band should sound like, Risk is like the fucking silver medal. Fuck yeah. Just like dirty punk. I used to like see slow bleed. Yo, go ahead. I used to see their name on all these Anchors Up show flyers, and I was like, yeah, dude, I got to see them once, and my mind was blown, and then I just stopped seeing them all together for, like, six, seven years, and now they're back, and I'm like, hey, I know that band. They're great. They're just, like, dirt punk with, like, those, like, low-ease, hardcore, like, breakdowns, and I just, dude, I can't get enough of it. I thought uh, that. Also on my list, I mentioned Ritual Blade earlier. They're doing fucking great things right now. They're another one of those bands that like kind of never really broke up. It's like took a break. Yeah. And they're back. They just released a music video. And if you haven't checked that out, then like you should. Like I will, I will provide a link in the Discord server later. I only know Ritual Blade. Mm-hmm. I only know Ritual Blade because Steve from what used to be Rat Trap is in that band, and that dude's fucking amazing. Oh, Paul Allen's the was. A couple guys from Rat Trap. Uh, yeah, I, I probably just don't remember the names, but I remember Steve because I used to talk to him outside of venues. Dude, I talk to Nick McIntosh like pretty regularly. Uh, he's a great dude, and like he's a. Uh, He's just somebody like I can fall back on and like trust to like put out good music and uh and they just released that video and like I watched it and like they're like uh they're like the new school of like old school type hardcore in Massachusetts and I, I just love them so damn much and uh like they're not a band that you should be sleeping on. Also, I'm gonna go out of state here with this one. Damn. Uh, you said do you have Katahdin on your list too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we played them, like, two or three weeks ago. <laughs> They're incredible. They're fucking incredible. wild. Max's vocals are insanely good. Ins- every member of that band is good at what they do, and I've been lucky enough to, like, see, like, the different uh, iterations of that band. Like, I watched that band grow into what they are, and it has just been so goddamn cool to watch, and that that new uh, that new song they just recently put out blew my separation? mind on the video. And Max separation, yeah. yeah. And Max writes from like an introspective like place, 
that, like, it's a lot like my writing, except he's, like, probably better at it because he's, like, smarter than me. But uh, I'm just, like, I've grown to love those guys as a fan and, like, as friends. But, like, I think, you know, besides Bad Move, I think they're, like, the Bad Move would have to be the best feel that uh, oh and war criminal war actually criminal you know what great. Maine's just great. yes Maine's just Maine's just doing great and it's good to see it like a scene like coming back coming to Maine uh, uh, like because you know Maine's kind of like a flyover spot for like a while and I yeah. love every time I see that we have a show in Maine I lose my shit because I know we're going to have a good time um, I'm gonna let you guys go. I have a couple, a couple more to round up my list. But like, I'd love to hear from you. Guys. Yeah, um, yeah. This isn't, this isn't a part of my list. But just because you're talking main, I also want to give a shout out to the band Holy Filth. They're fucking insane. Yeah, we have no bias. We have no dog in that race. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there is, like, like I said, Maine's doing great. They're firing on all cylinders right now. There's. What's that band called? They're a punk band. They have a they have a pro vocalist like Frog is Wrong, I think they're called. Oh, fun! Um, I got it. I was able to catch like them once, and I was like, "Hey, this is a lot of fun." You know, this is a lot of fun. And there's like bands like Die Enemy from Maine. Um, like I said, War Criminal, who is incredible and like ready to like make a move and like try and top that move to the crown of best band in Maine. Uh, what else? There's like Bitter Bones and Desmo are from Maine. Yes. And they're not like they're not bands, but like they're fucking incredible musicians. Like they enemy. They played the Maine. first Kill Murray show. They're awesome. They're awesome. Actually, you know the only rap show I've ever played, uh, I opened for them, <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was in a basement. That's awesome. <laughs> and I had a blast. Um, uh, Rose views from Maine. Let's stop jerking Maine off now. <laughs> um, I only have two, so I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna do my two real quick. Yeah, I got like one more, I think. Um, um, I'm hoping that some people that are listening right now, when this comes out, uh, remember this band. But they're, they're the ones that really got me out of my shell and helped me become the uh, performer that I am. Um, they're called the Yellow Team. Yeah, I remember them. <laughs> I don't. I don't know um, who they are, but tell me more. Okay, so around like the end of the 2000s into 2010, like the 2008, 2009, 2010, there was a electronic pop punk band um, out of I think it was Derry or something like that. They're central New Hampshire, and my friend Ben was the vocalist and uh, backup guitarist, and he would play shows everywhere. I played a couple birthday parties with them. I've played at the uh, former Ground Zero with them a couple times. They've played at my high school once, and they contacted me and was like, hey, we're going to do Blink-182's Damn It, and we want you to do vocals and take the stage for me um, tonight for that song. So I did it, 
And it was funny because the kid that I went to high school with, apparently rumor was that he finally lost his virginity after nobody said that everybody said he was never going to do it. So I saw him and the chick that supposedly did it with him. And right when that part came, I pointed at both of them. I said, he fucked her. And everyone was like, huh? Damn. And it was a great fucking moment in my high school. And that was probably one of the most fun I've ever had on stage. That sounds like a great story. And I kind of want to check that. <laughs> um, I think they're only on YouTube at the moment. I'll find them. I love the internet. I will find that band. And uh, my last bands that I want to talk about as far as my locals go, um, they were killing it for a while. I don't know what they're up to now with the whole pandemic and things shutting down, but uh, they're called Jirai. Oh, fuck. Um, they are from, like, the Boston area. It's former members of Shot Heard Around the World and Actor <laughs> Observer and Next to Fall. Okay. You have me at Shot Heard Around the World. Okay, okay. Um, it's a 100% instrumental band, and they are probably the heaviest performance that I've seen at a live show in my life. There's just something about the way they play, like the showmanship of everything, their timing, their presence, everything. Oh, it's like have, a, a sight to behold. You have members from Shot Heard Around the World and Actor Observer. That's bound to happen. Like, oh. those are two. Yeah. Powerhouse bands, and it's only three people. It's just a guitarist, a, be- um, a bassist, and a drummer, and they have like a light display that they bring with them, and it's a very distinct sound. I think they put out an album last year, the year before. Oh wait, and they, no, I know this band. Yeah, they're I insane. With, um, I saw them with Harbor Lights at the Bungalow. Yep, oh. yep, yeah. That was the last so time sick. I think I saw you at a show. Yeah, so sick. That band would be incredible. Yeah, yeah. They should be huge. But I had to think about it. I was like trying to think of a name, and I was like, I didn't. Honestly, I didn't know how you pronounce their name, so I just. I mean, I might still have it wrong. Yeah. I have no idea. All right, whatever. It's G I R R I H. So, however yep. you pronounce that band is incredible. Okay. Yes. Thank Casey, you. Your turn. Okay, I got one more. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna plug my homies in Bleach Temple. Uh, I've known, I've known Joe for a very long time. He's a very hardworking musician. Does all of his work really clean, really nice. He, fantastic. Like, just go listen to Bleach Temple because, fuck it. (laughs) So... I've only ever gotten to hear them, um, like, from what Joe was showing me. Um, yeah. We were supposed to play with them, uh, then oh, this whole whole COVID thing happened. Uh, it was the show I was really looking forward to. What I've heard. Of course. Uh, they really, really, like, technically sound at what they do. And, uh, and what they do is pretty fucking heavy. So I, uh, I would encourage people to listen to that band. Joe is an incredible... Musician, writer, uh, he's a fun person to be around, fun person to watch play. So, like, I would, I would, uh, I back that, I back that sentiment. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, now with all the local stuff out of the way, it's time to go, go some vroom vroom through a list. These are all submitted by 
um, our friends and some listeners. I think I got like 15 or so bands listed, so I'm going to say a name. We're all going to go through it and want to say if we think they are overrated or underrated. If you don't know cool. them, I'm sure you will know most of them, but if you don't know them, just just say whatever. Okay. Okay. First one everybody should know. Modest Mouse. Underrated. Underrated. Yeah, I agree. Underrated. Wildly underrated. Moody in Antarctica is one of my favorite albums of all time. I agree. Okay. <laughs> Unanimous. Uh, Blue October. Overrated. Overrated. I don't know. I only them. know that one song from them, so I can't really say. <laughs> yeah, and that's why they're overrated. Like that one song was great. It's like, oh, hey, cool. You wrote a song, and like you exploited yourself, your journey into recovery, and your dying mom. And that's tonight. Like literally, the rest of your shit sucks. Hit the nail on the head. Sorry, sorry if I hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah, we do that a lot here. Um, <laughs> Biffy Clyro. I don't know what, what the, the fuck, fuck that is. is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I know them because I used to listen to a couple songs of theirs back in high school. So I'll say underrated, but I don't really know much about them, and I know that like nobody knows them. So that's probably underrated, I would think. Yeah. Considering I don't know who underrated the fuck is. or <laughs> underrated or exactly what it, it should be, I, I can't make that judgment. Yeah, that's yeah, a tough one. I don't think any of the other ones really, besides maybe one, will have that problem. But uh, next one at the drive-in. Hmm. Oh my god! Fucking ooh, ooh, top, top, tough call. Uh, I'm gonna go with underrated. Ooh. I think perfectly rated. Uh, yeah, you know what? I think they're exactly where they should be. Damn. Like, I don't because they get enough I don't hype. Think they, get, they get enough hype. I don't. I don't think they get too much hype, but I also don't think they don't get enough hype. Like, I, I think that they are dead center where one they intended to be, and two where they belong. You know, somewhere behind refused, which is basically what they are. <laughs> I like feel that. that. <laughs> uh, I mean, fuck, they made it onto rock bands, so they must be good. True. And they're doing fine. One on Scissor was um, great song. Next one, Polar Bear Club. Uh, underrated. Yeah, I'm going to go with underrated. But that... I love that band. I've always wanted the Polar Bear Club sandwich tattoo, but I didn't have the money for it. I have the best shows I think I ever saw outside of hardcore was Polar Bear Club. Actually, it was like a mixed genre show. It was Bear Club, I Am the Avalanche, and Trapped Under Ice. Holy shit. Damn. <laughs> I was in Baltimore, and it was fucking wild. I would fuck around, and I would go to that show. <laughs> I was expecting you to say something like, like Polar Bear Club and like Iron Sheik or something like that. Was Polar Bear Club, I am the Avalanche, and Trapped Under Ice. And I was like, yo, this is sick. I went, and I'm like, I'm not even going to front. Like, I could easily lie to you guys and be like, I went for Trapped Under Ice. I went for I am the Avalanche. Of course. And, uh, 
And Trapped Under Ice was a bonus, and I saw Polar Bear Club there. I think that was the first time I ever heard of them. And I was like... Yeah, I've been a fan of theirs for like 10 years now. Yeah. I heard of them... Yeah, they're incredible. Yeah, like shortly after I got out of high school. I actually have their poster on my wall. So, I'm going to go with underrated. <laughs> um, this is going to... this, At least my opinion will piss off all the big metalheads out there. Uh, Pantera... Overrated. Overrated. Phil Anselmo's a dick. But beyond that, like, they just, they don't have, have riffs. Like, they have some riffs, but not enough to be where they're at. Yeah, no. The, there's not enough, they're not, an, not technically sound enough for everybody to fucking dick ride them. Quit lying to yourselves. Like, <laughs> like I mean, they're good, when you're like slammed off like 15 butt lights at the punch to go game. Yeah, like, exactly. Outside of that, like, I don't have I have enough Confederate flags to give a fuck about that game. 100% my feelings exactly. True <laughs> to metal. Yeah, my, my first metal band. Baby's first riff. <laughs> Cowboys from hell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next one, I'm just going to go out and say criminally underrated, Motion City Soundtrack. Yes, criminally underrated. Uh, I'll say underrated, but like, pop punk kids love that fucking band, <laughs> dude. Like, <laughs> True. if they, like, they love that fucking band, and it's like, do I think that they could... Or do I think they should be bigger than they are? Absolutely. But, like, in, like, the weird little, like, fucking very niche pop-punk community, like, they love that band. That's true. That's true. There are some bands that fall into this, like, weird nexus area where everybody that you talk to knows them, but only because everybody that you talk to is in the scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't go, like, uh, I can't go out... Like with a norm, normal girl, like a citizen, and fucking be like, hey, so you like Motion City Soundtrack? And have her be like, yeah. But like, I could easily date a girl, like go on a date with a girl that like had a white belt and like swooped her hair and put way too much fucking product in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and be like, uh, Motion City Soundtrack, and I am 100% getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next one. I'm not a fan of this band at all, but Bowling for Soup. Oh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go with a bit overrated. Yeah, they're SR seventy one is better. And listen, I, I I hate I hate to be the one like to say this because like I I know that like that dude like passed away recently from and like my thoughts go out to him and like I feel for him and like his family but that band sucked. <laughs> they they wait they, they were, what they were passed away? Were, yeah. Holy the shit. Guitarist I think he was. The guitarist oh, was shit. Singer. I didn't even know about that. He was like he he passed away like pretty early on on this whole COVID thing. I saw it on Twitter and I was like, yo, they're, they're like, all right. Like, 
you know, that band was all right. But then I like sat with it to do that. And I was like, you know, they're a gimmick band. They are a gimmick band. Like they're a band strictly for like late nineties, early two thousands, like teenage rock songs. Yes. 100%. (laughs) I agree. Okay. Um, next one, I'm going to be amazed if either of you know him because I know him, but I'm surprised that I even know him. Um, Coulter Wall. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> he's, a, he's like a folky, a folky singer. Uh, he's from Canada. That's why I was like, well, you guys I, probably not going to know him. Coulter Wall. I love, I love folky stuff um, a lot, so I'm interested. To, uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back and talk about this because uh, I want to look into this first because I love folky stuff. So let me do some research, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. Well, Not now. Okay. Like in the future, I'll probably just post on your page and be like, "Yo, I listened to that folk singer from Canada. Here's my thoughts." Um, but I think any folk singer is underrated, so I'm gonna say underrated. It's like it's like folk mixed with like old country, and he's got like a deep voice. Ooh. I love that shit, though. I love, like, Ryan Adams and the Cardinals is that. You know, like, so if he can be as good or better than Ryan Adams, sign me up. Fuck right. around. I'm, I'm going to enjoy the shit out of that. Okay, so I don't know if this one was put in here as a joke, but the uh, guitarist <laughs> for my buddy's band, Odd Fellows Way, posted this, and I almost wanted to yell at him. But he said Led Zeppelin. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is overrated. what I'm going to do. Wildly overrated. The only reason they got big is because everybody was on acid. That's, I'm going <laughs> to agree with that. Like anything, anything sounds good when you're on acid. That's true. Uh, when I responded to my buddy, the one whose band it is, I said... Your guitarist said Led Zeppelin, but I was very, very close to just commenting and saying they're not underrated, but the band they jacked their music from was. <laughs> that is true. There we go. I like that. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna. They're all overrated. They're an overrated band. They jumped on the train that everybody else was riding at the time. They were late to the game. They didn't do anything original. They just. They didn't try to reinvent the wheel when they probably should have. Uh, they're My okay. sentiments exactly. Um, our pod, our JPF brother uh, Devin gave me two bands to talk about. Um, he said number one, Three Inches of Blood. Underrated, great band. Yeah, definitely great underrated. Band. I want to go with you too because I've actually never listened to Three Inches of Blood. They are insanely talented musicians who don't get enough credit. It's like Cannibal Corpse if Cannibal Corpse was better. Oh, okay. Their lead singer can go extremely high. All right, all right. I'm about it. I'm about it. Um, and the last one of Devin's. A baroness. Baroness. Oh wow. Okay, so underrated. First of all, I have a fun story about this band. 
It's not about them. It's about their, mu- their music got me late, and it was great. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was it was it was years ago. Um, I I was I, I just got out of a relationship. And I was like, insane, like emotionally crippled person. I get out of a relationship. They go on Tinder. So I downloaded Tinder. I met this girl instantly, uh, and she, she was like, I know her, and I was like, okay, and then I, like, had, like, a panic that she was coming over, uh, and I was like, yo, I'm still hurt from my last relationship, and then she showed up, and she was a big parent, and I was like, alright, and then we saw, um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and we had sex in the car, promising fairness, it was a great movie, I had to pretend, like, I had to pretend like I hadn't seen it four times already. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever fake oh, watched man. a movie before. <laughs> uh, oh, um, we got two more. So, uh, next one. From Shrek fame. Uh, Smash Mouth. Uh, I'm gonna go with Underrated for the meme, but overrated for my actual opinion. Hello? Do I have to dignify I think, uh, their first... I think their first album is underrated, but everything else that got commercialized just ruined it for me. Just don't care about that band at all. <laughs> like, uh, it's another ska band. It's not even that. I just hate their skincare so much. Yeah, he's kind he of an looks asshole. Like Guy At least there's, kind of... there's a meme going around, and it says, "Have you ever seen them at the same place at the same time?" It's like, actually, bro, there's a video on YouTube where Guy Fieri is giving Steve from Smash Mouth an award, and they shake hands and they hug. Not the same guy, and I always point that out. People are like, "You're a buzzkill." I just. He looks like Guy Fieri's older brother that had a really hard road in life. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he looks, he looks like, like corporate violent day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually. Appealing okay, so, to my juggalos, woo woo family. Um much <laughs> motherfucking with you clown love, motherfucker. Exactly. He looks <laughs> like a fucking he looks like violent Jay. If Vine J sold out. Yeah. I can I can fucking I am on that train. I'm one hundred percent on that train. If you hear this, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of yours. I didn't mean to say that you look like Guy Fieri. He looks like you. You're the original. I love you. Please let me play the gallery for you. I am trying here, guys. <laughs> One day it will be on the gathering of the Juggalos. Hey, I'm more of an anybody killer kind of guy, but Valandre is cool. <laughs> I, I just, I just want to play the gathering. I watched okay, so in my last like, serious breakup, like that. You guys know the girl I was dating for like the last three years. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. She asked me. She asked me for money for the phone bill. Uh, 
I found out that she'd been cheating on me. So I told her I spent the money. <laughs> and what ended up happening was uh, I sent her a dollar for McChicken. And I spent the rest of the money on the gathering. And I went to the gathering. And I had the time of my life. When I tell you that the juggle subculture is like a fucking universe upon itself, it is just incredible. I'm Jay. Please, just please let me. I, I'm just appealing to all of your fans to like someone get in touch with Violet A and get me on together. Please. We'll make it, it worth your while. Fuck anyway, it. Smash Mouth sucks. Fuck Smash Mouth. <laughs> Uh, episode eighty-eight. Get Ed to the gathering. Get Ed. That's Ed the name. Ed. That's the name. Um, and the last band on the list, um, Covet. Not familiar. Not familiar either. Okay, so it's unanimous. I've heard the name, but I'd, I've never listened to them. So underrated, I would assume. Yeah, I would assume they're just underrated because I've never heard of them. Yes. I'll listen. I'll find okay, them. Okay, now. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Ed, if now is your chance. Anything that you want to plug, any shout outs you wanna give, anything at all, uh the floor is yours. And then I got a couple of my own to plug and then we're gonna call it a night. All right, um, okay, so first and foremost, I always forget to do this when I do a podcast. Um thank you, Jerry and Patient Zero Records, leaving in burden. Thank you guys for buying Year of the Wolf. And playing Year of the Wolf, like, uh, we may not always respond to your messages or, like, your posts, but, like, we see them and we appreciate it. We love you guys. Um, hopefully, sooner rather than later, we'll be able to, like, talk with you guys and, like, have fun. Got three shout-outs. The three bands I didn't get to mention or talk about. The Whoa. first one is Divided Life from Cape Cod. Yes. Unbelievable band. Death of, they put out the death of, uh, earlier this year. Please go check that record out. The second band is what um, they are from Central Massachusetts. They are incredible metal and hardcore, and that is a band you need to support. Uh, Snuffed into Darkest came out, uh, I believe, the end of last year. And as always, I cannot do a podcast without mentioning Absolute Brothers, who will be the next biggest band in the lot of car before, and that is Ghost Fame. Yes. Uh, a new full-length record right now. Um, they have a music video. They're constantly grinding. They, they are just an incredible band, and I, I cannot say enough good things about them. Um, I, love, I love Chris. I love Owen. I love Dom. I love Andrew. I love Kumi. I love, I just love these dudes, and I think, please, please, please check these bands out. Every band deserves your support, uh, um, and if you can make it to local shows and help out these bands, it's like, you're doing your part in the community, and thank you so much. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. Um, no problem. Um, one last thing I want to ask you, where can people find your music, and where can people look you guys up? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so we're on... We're on Facebook. Definitely on Facebook. Um, you can stream Year of the Wolf at burden413.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's also available for purchase uh, digitally and um, physically. Um, 
patient, you can pick up Year of the Wolf at patientzerorecords.net, revhq.com, and just recently found this one out today, boys. You can pick our fucking record up on deathwishinc.com. Holy shit. Sick. Hell yeah. That's I forgot right. to mention that. Um, Deathwish picked up our record for distribution. So if you are not familiar with the other sites, but you are familiar with Deathwish Inc., purchase it through there. Or, you know what? Just message me on Facebook and I'll make sure you get a copy. Fuck yeah. I'm about uh, that. Two things that I want to plug before we head out is I'm going to be dropping my album, as I said. I'm going to be dropping it in about a week or two. I just got a couple songs back and they're sounding great. I have a feature from Grizz and Sketch from Sun Cult, as well as a feature from my friend Zorg of XI on a song. Um, got a whole bunch of stuff coming out, so you can check that out on my Spotify, which will be launching when this new album comes out. Um, also, I will be on Dave Swillum from Broadwing's podcast, Waking Up From Work, uh, this coming Thursday on Instagram at Dave Wake Up and uh, Waking Up From Work um, on their Facebook page. I'm sure they'll be sharing it. I'll be talking about back in the day with Last Chance Booking, back in the day with The Siren Agency, uh, Just Plain Filthy, all my failed musical projects, and Kill Murray. So definitely, if you're interested in that, check it out. And Casey, if you have anything to plug, I'll uh, go right to our closing. I got, uh, just listened to Sweatshirt uh, Made of Gold on Spotify. It's under my rap pseudonym Soup Kid. Uh, the video, the music video for which just passed 200 views. So thank you, everybody. Uh, 100%. Oh, yeah. But enough about me. We're going to leave you guys with Let It Be Known by our, uh, our main man, Ed, and his band, Burden. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Not a problem. Have a good night, everybody. Okay. <laughs>